to me. You know, we really live in a society that is so, and worldwide, we are uh, groaning under division and polarization and, and chaos and you know, sinful ways of being and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, particularly in the United States and, and uh, you know, also, also around the world, we're heading into another political season, yay. Um, where we get yet another onslaught of finger pointing and um, just rancor and fury and rage and self-righteousness and, oh, it's cray-cray. And it seems like in some ways we're going from bad to worse. And I'm like, you know, how do we navigate and do the one thing that Jesus said, right? Jesus said that we're to love as he loves. And so, I mean, that's, that's the one commandment. And I think sometimes we need to look at things from a fresh perspective. Uh, and so I ran across this uh, new translation, courtesy of Mike Zenker. Not, he didn't translate it, but he, <laughs> he highlighted it. And it's the first nations version. This is so beautiful because with a first, first nations perspective, we get, whoa, a really fresh, you know, this is not a word for word translation. It's a fresh perspective and a fresh take on something that's ancient and helps us all come up higher, right? We all need to come at looking at love and looking at um, what that looks like uh, and, and really receiving from like all the communities because you know what? We each have a revelation. We each have a piece that we carry. So we need to honor one another and receive from one another. We're all created in the image and likeness of love. So we have revelation to share. So uh, in John 13, 34 through 35 in the First Nations version, it says, I'm giving you a new road to walk. Isn't that great? A new road, uh, which is the other translations would say a new commandment. But, you know, we're commanded to walk in love. This is a love walk and it's a road. It's a road that you travel on with a person who is, who is love and wow, with one another created in the image and likeness of love. It's a new road to walk. He said, in the same way I have loved you, you are to love one another. This kind of love will be the sign for all people. I love that inclusive, right? Um, that you are walking the road with me. You see, when we refuse not to love, when we refuse to be drawn into argument, into polarization, into accusation, into rancor, when we refuse and yet we don't take the bait, we are able to transcend and then bring the whole situation up higher and call other people into a higher way of being. So let's talk about the way of love from the First Nations version. This is an indigenous translation of the New Testament. Just so you know, you can get it on online. It says, I may have the gift of speaking. And this is from First Corinthians, verse 1. In both the languages of human beings and spirit messengers or angels, right? 
But if I fail to love, my words become like the screech of a cat or the yelping of a wild dog. Okay, so how much screeching and yelping is there out there? And then how many times, honestly, have I, as an imperfect human being who's being perfected in the image of, of, of God, right, in the image of love, have been screeching and yelp, yelping? It happens just recently. <laughs> Okay. Um, I may have prophetic powers and the ability to see into sacred mysteries and understand all things. I might even have faith strong enough to make mountains move. But if I fail to love, I am nothing. Now, that doesn't mean that you're intrinsically nothing. It means that you're relating to yourself as if you're anything else but love in the image and likeness of love. And that is a shadow person. That is a non-real person. That's not an authentic person. So that's nothing, right? Anything apart from God is nothing. And so when you act as if you're apart from God, you're acting out of nothing. Okay. So, but it's not like you're nothing. Okay. So I just want to be clear. It says, I may give all my possessions to the poor and give my body to be burned as a sacrifice. But if I fail to love, I've gained no honor. So it's not all the kind of the works that we do. Although faith without works is dead, right? Um, love is patient and kind. Love is never jealous. It does not brag or boast. How much boasting do we have? This whole kind of swagger, like, gotta, ugh, I just, I get so tired of it. It's like, oh my God, like, if, you know, if we can't just enjoy you just as you and you have to be this thing, it's like, yuck, right? It is not puffed up or big headed. We've got so many big heads, like this narcissistic, kind of society where you, all of this, or we can't even fit through the door because our heads are so big. You know, this is, it's gross. It's not love and it's not lovely. And it's not even real because you're so huge because you're humble and patient and kind. That's who you really are. That's your largeness, right? Love does not act in shameful ways. I love this because it's not talk. It's not shaming people. It's talking about the ways that we act, right? When we burn down buildings, when we, you know, um, I don't know, accuse one another, when we do all the crap that we're doing. Okay. These are shameful ways of being, right? Now we need to be cleansed of that shame, but acting out of that place is not what we're supposed to be doing, right? Uh, nor does it care about itself. Ding, 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 ding. Love is other centered, right? It keeps no track of wrongs done to it. Oh my goodness. Do we have our lists? Like, do we have our lists? And it's not like, okay, we need to be clear. Like wrong things have happened to you. And there is a time to be angry. And there's a time to forgive. And we need to be working on that all the time because there's always another reason to be offended. You know, uh, one of the other translations says love is not touchy. Okay, so we need to get untouchy, right? Okay. It does not keep track of the wrongs done to it. Love is not happy with lies. So here's the truth connection. Okay. Now we don't beat each other up with truth and call it love. Okay. <laughs> it is not happy with the lies and injustice, but truth uh, makes its heart glad. You know, Jesus, who was love, I love, I love him so much, right? But one of the things that I think is so amazing is that as the person of love, in the flesh, with his disciples. Like, I am before you. You can touch me, fill the holes in my hand. You know what I mean? All of that, okay? But he was saying to his disciples, he was like, I have much to tell you, but you can't bear it now. 
And sometimes in the name of truth, we violate love. That's why we're supposed to do truth and love. But sometimes we act like truth just period across the board is, is love. And if people aren't ready for it, right? Um, if God had to reveal to me every sinful way of being and I got it all at once, I mean, I, I couldn't stand it. He's got to give it to me in doses. <laughs> this is why I'm being conformed and you're being conformed into the image of love from glory to glory to glory because we can handle it. This is truth. Like I, I thought I, I was good. Oh my goodness. Like, wow. I, yeah, I've really violated love there. I, they're, you know, they're just things that we just can't handle yet. So he, he, he conforms us into, and sometimes we think we can't survive it. Yeah, but we can survive it. But sometimes that means ways of being have got to go, right? Love is a consuming fire and it's not fun to be disciplined and have things burned up, but there are things that need to be burned up in us. So if, if all this rancor is bringing up rancor in us, well, ding, da, ding, ding, the rancor got on the inside. And we had it on the inside, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if I have, you know, the other day, I kind of went on a little F-bomb rampage, <laughs> just full of disclosure. I'm not proud. Uh, uh, so my husband, <laughs> my husband was like, uh, Catherine, like, you know, let's you need to curb that. And like, I know. I know, but I was, I was done, but whatever I wasn't trying to justify of just being honest. And clearly that was in me and out of the abundance of my heart, it was there and there it came out in pretty much abundance that, and it had to be cleaned up. I had to repent, right? I had to apologize to my husband, clean up my mess, and then let the Lord minister to me where genuinely it, it, things were ridiculous. Like it was like, this is like past. I'm, I was so done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're all in process, right? Love is not happy with lies and injustice, but truth makes its heart glad. So be, truth makes its heart glad because there's freedom and truth and love and love. You want to be free, right? Freedom is part of love, but it's not freedom not to love. It's freedom to be who we always have been, which is in the image and likeness of love. Love keeps on walking even when carrying a heavy load. So that get, get gives you endurance, right? That's the fruit of the spirit. You have endurance. You're able to withstand and keep on going. Uh, love keeps on trusting, right? Trust is a huge thing. One of the reasons you can trust is because you're not in fear because perfect love casts out fear. It allows you to trust. Now, I'm not talking about, wow, I'm going back to the, you know, the abusive relationship. Um, that's called, let me think, oh, stupid. Okay. <laughs> we need to be wise. We need to have boundaries, but we need to grow in our trusting, particularly of God, right? Love keeps on trusting, never loses hope, stands firm in hard times. And I know we're having hard times, right? These are hard times. It, they, they just are. Um, but you know, I don't, Really, you know, you look back and like, those are the good old days. They were hard back then too. You know, there's always something hard. It's part of, you know, the difficulty of, of humanity in a fallen world, right? Uh, the road of love has no end. It's because the road of love is eternal, right? This is the walk. This is our love walk. You never come to the end. Like, I yeah, did that, done that, napped it, check it off my list. Now I'm on to the next virtue. There's no virtue greater than love, right? Because love's a person. Okay. 
The time will come when prophets are no longer needed. And we love the prophetic, but there'll be a time when it's not needed. When people will stop speaking in unknown languages, when the need for knowledge will fade away. Ding, 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 ding. There's a, right? There's a knowledge that, you know what? The words of knowledge, all that kind of stuff, that will fade away. We won't need that. Because why? For we will know some, for we, sorry, for we only know some of the story and can only prophesy small parts of it. But the time is coming where we will know the whole story from beginning to end. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. This is to know as we are known, right? And you are known by love. And he's always he slash she is always drawing you up higher, right? When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child and I saw through the eyes of a child. But when I became fully grown, I put my childish ways behind me. Okay. How many of, how many of us are acting like big babies, right? Mine, 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 mine. My rights. I'm entitled. My, you know, uh, you know, uh, my, my, my injustice, my blah, 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 blah. You know, it's all about me. And, you know, it's like big baby, right? Right? That's not a good child. Now, we grow up into childlikeness because children love, healthy children love and healthy children trust. Little narcissistic children need to be disciplined by their good father, their good daddy, who says, no, that's not worthy of you. And so we're going to discipline that. And you're going to really be mad at me while I do it. <laughs> but I'm a good father. I love you way too much to leave you in that way. And you know, one of the reasons why we have a lot of bratty people is because they weren't disciplined. I don't know how else to say that. They just kind of got what they got and, and, and all of these things. And so um, uh, we need to grow up. And we are because of being conformed to the image of love, right? For now, it is as if we're looking at a poor reflection in muddy water. How many of you feel like, oh my God, the water is so muddy. And you know what? God sees 2020 because God is love and love sees 2020. But then we will see face to face. Oh my goodness. We got stuff to look forward to, right? For now, my knowledge is full of holes. I love this. Andrew Womack says everybody has opinions and they're just like noses and they're full of holes. <laughs> so every side of the political spectrum, every take, you just got to realize, yeah, I know I'm not hearing the full thing, right? We're not hearing the full thing. It's just a thing. But for now, my knowledge is full of holes. But when that time comes, I will know the great spirit. Nobody freak out. He's talking about Jesus. Okay. As well as I am known by him. There's something about being known by God. And we get to know him. And this is where we're transfigured into the image and likeness of God from glory to glory to glory. That's you. That's me. That's our our birthright because we're sons and daughters. But until then, until then, because we're not kind of there yet. Anybody noticed? <laughs> These three remain, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest, and love is the greatest. I want to uh, just read the um the very last part of the Passion Translation is so beautiful. I love all these paraphrase things because it's not like I don't like the literal translations. And I, I, I like to do a lot of word studies and, um, you know, sometimes that can get dry or whatever. But man, when we come at it with a fresh perspective, it's just like an embrace and it makes it 
uh, palpable and it shakes us out of our complacency and uh, well, I know that, you know, it shakes. So we can have, we get a hand, another handle on it, right? It's like, God, I need a handle on this. I'm, the other day I, when I was not doing well, I need a handle on this, right? And, you know, he gave me a handle through my husband. Thank you, Jesus. It's so beautiful. I love my husband. Until then, these things remain faith, hope, and love, yet love surpasses them all. So above all else, let love be the beautiful prize for which you run. You know, love covers a multitude of sins. And we're not saying sweep it under the carpet. We're saying, you know what? Yeah, that's a real thing. But I see you. And you're way too beautiful and lovely. And I refuse to define you as my enemy. You may rant and revile me, but I, I refuse to get in that discussion. You know, sometimes when when people are like picking a fight, like I want to pick a fight, it's like, no, I'm not going to participate. So you can say I'm demonized. Okay, I'm demonized. <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever you say, I'm not. I'm just not going to respond in kind. And and I think sometimes when we're not operating in the fruit of self-control, right? We, it just all comes out. And then we just up the ante and we kind of have become a part of what we hate. And so God is like pulling us back and causing us um, to be wise, um, to measure our words and line them up with love. And say, you know what? I'm not participating in that. So you don't have to have this polarization. There's a transcendence that pulls it all together so that we can be one. Even as Jesus and the Father are one, they're tight, they're inseparable, they're other giving love. And he's giving us that capacity. And that's where we can contribute as, 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 as Christ followers. However, you know, as Christ followers, we're empowered to love as he loves. We're commanded and we're empowered because he didn't just give us the command and say, well, good luck with that. And I'm just going to remind you of how you've fallen short. <laughs> he's like, he may convict us, right? But he's convicting us to bring us up higher, right? And so we all get to do that. We're all in process. And so, you know, don't spend so much time in the news and so much time worrying about with these conspiracy theories. I'm like, oh my God. That, in that you lose sight of the ultimate conspiracy, <laughs> the conspiracy of God to draw all things to himself, to conform all his children in the image of love. And how masterful is love because love never fails. So if the answer hasn't come, if whatever, God's not done. Love's not done because he never fails. Anyway, I hope this has been a blessing for you today. Share this with someone else and let me know how it ministers to you. Love you guys. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit catherinetoon.com.